0: Welcome to the Jason Claus Show. I'm Jason Claus, your host, and today we're talking about, as always, good ideas for busy managers. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Jason Claus. If this is your first time joining us for the show, this is a podcast that's dedicated to finding and sharing great ideas with busy managers. My experience is that the best managers, they're idea collectors. They're always on the lookout for great ways to build culture, to motivate their team, to help their people get to the next level, to be more productive, and that's what this podcast is about. It's about trying to find and share those ideas and to build a community that's dedicated to doing the same thing. we got a great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about an analog or paper-based method for keeping track of things called bullet journaling, and I've got a very special guest joining us today. My friend Aaron Lowe, he's one of my co-workers at Kanaka Minolta, and he and I started using this framework at roughly the same time. Again, it's called bullet journaling, and it's a really easy way to keep track of everything that you need to keep track of with pen and paper. And then there's an organizational framework that helps you to recall that information very quickly. And I'm really excited to share it with you. We're going to get into that, and I'm going to introduce you to Aaron right after this. Did you know that 61% of the cyber attacks that are going to occur in the United States this year are going to target small businesses? If you're listening to this podcast, that's likely you. So what are you going to do about it? Well, fortunately, my company All Covered, we came up with some ideas for you, and we put it in a free ebook entitled, Four Keys to Protecting Your Business. To get your free copy, go to www.jasonclaws.com forward slash security and download your copy today. Welcome back from the show everybody. Today we're going to be talking about the bullet journal. It's a pen and paper framework for capturing ideas and it's been really, really powerful. Um, I've used it to, to get far more organized. And today we're also trying something new. We have a special guest. I'd like to I'd like to welcome Aaron Lowe to the show. Aaron, thanks for joining us this morning.
1: Good morning, Jason.
0: Good morning. Well, we're, we're glad you're here. Thank, I'm, I'm, so, I'm thrilled that, that you let me talk you into joining. So, um, and, and I also really love the idea that you're a technologist that has embraced this sort of analog pen and paper method for, for capturing information. Today, like I said, we're going to be talking about the bullet journal. It was created by a guy named Ryder Carroll. And he created a whole website for this um, by the same name, www.bulletjournal.com. And again, this is a a pen and paper based framework for organizing everything. Sales appointments, to-do lists, um, picking up the kids at at school. Everything can go into this framework and you don't have to think about where it is. It it helps you to categorize things so that you can very quickly recall it again. Um, And... Aaron, when I shared this idea with you, you just you just embraced it. You you, you seem to get it immediately, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I, I love picking up and trying out new systems.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, one one little piece of housekeeping here before uh, before we get into things. Um, I always try to include uh, a Microsoft Excel tip. Aaron, you and I were talking before the show. You use Excel a lot too, right?
1: Yes, I yes I use Excel a lot on my sales appointments for uh, generating quotes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I actually came across a, a a good idea as it relates to Excel that I thought I'd share here, right? So a couple of weeks ago, I inherited a PowerPoint presentation, or excuse me, an Excel sheet from somebody else. And I was trying to, to work th- through it, and the formulas weren't working. And the formulas were right, and I could see them but they weren't calculating and I had a really hard time getting this thing to work. I almost like I got to the point where I was going to just redo the whole sheet so that it would work. But I, in, in desperation, I re I, I, I used Google and, and got on the, you know, did the search algorithm and it returned this, this Excel tip. There's actually a, 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 a calculating um, button uh, in the ribbon. And this tip from, from agile bits points towards it. So if you ever run into a problem with, um, w- w- with with Excel, um, AgileBits might be a great place to go to to take a look. Um, Aaron, do you have any place you any place you search when you when you run into problems in particular that you can think of?
1: I, Google's always the best.
0: And then it'll just direct you to where you want to go.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, it ends we'll up being uh, I'm sorry, it ends up being Microsoft TechNet a lot of the time.
0: TechNet, yeah, I, I end up being there too. Um, so lots of different, lots of different ways to, to to find things. I think the biggest thing is is it, don't just start over again. I guess is the is the lesson that I learned because I've done I've been guilty of doing that too many times. All right, so getting back into our bullet journal, right? Why is this such a, a a vast from in my opinion, in my humble opinion, this is a vastly superior way to try to capture my day and all the things that I need to get done. Uh, than any of the other tools that I've used, right? And and I've used many of them. I've used you know Outlook and Notes. Uh, I've, I've used those desktop sticky notes that that, um, that that come with Windows that you can put on. Uh, I've used Evernote. I've used OneNote. I've used Trello. Trello. I've used Todoist. I've used all the tools that my company has provided to me, and nothing has allowed me to capture uh, everything. I'm I'm always in more than one place. I'm always a little bit disjointed, and I'm always missing things as a result. And it's you know it's it's time consuming to to keep everything organized. Did you want to share a little bit about your experience, Aaron, and 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 kind of how uh, what you did prior to using the bullet journal?
1: Sure, I've been using Things for Mac. It's an it's an app for the last ten years primarily, and it is limited to Mac only and then iPhone only. So if I'm on mm-hmm. a PC, I can't really access my notes all the time. And I, I recently moved to Wonderlist, which is a it's a cross-platform um, app, and it works pretty well. But there's there's just a lot of things that it can't do. It's a great to-do list, but it can't do application. There, it can't do notes or it can't do calendaring. Mm-hmm. So there are some definite limitations to it. And, and of course. You open up your iPhone and you see all those notifications pop up, Facebook, your to-do list isn't always the first thing you go to, even if that was your intention.:
0: Yeah, I think that's true. And then the other thing too is that I'm, I was constantly going to you know my sticky notes, like actual sticky notes and and the back of the envelope and, and creating lists in a, in a journal anyway, right So it seemed like no matter what I was using, I was always going back to paper pen and paper anyway. Um, so, so when I encountered this framework, when I read the, the, the article that, that turned me onto it, I was really excited and, and, you know, set out to apply it immediately. Um, I think there's another reason to think about, um, bullet journaling too. And this is another reason that it appealed to me. And, and I want to tell a story about a memorable sales meeting on a, that I went on a few years back. It was shortly after I'd gotten my first iPad. And I had the iPad and I had the, the keyboard and, you know, I was all set, right. And I didn't need paper anymore. I was going to use, I was going to use that and I was going to, I was going to look so cool cause I, cause I'm, I'm in the computer business. So, but I sat down with, with a, with a fellow named Michael Kavanaugh. He's a, I'm, I'm including, um, his, uh, a link to, to, to his LinkedIn in the show notes, um. Before I get into the story, Michael Kavanaugh, his, his tagline is one good idea every time we talk. This show is dedicated to finding good ideas and sharing them with managers. So I think there's some overlap here and some, uh, uh, some camaraderie here. So I'd encourage you to check out uh, some of uh, Michael's articles on LinkedIn. But, but so, so the story, though, Michael sits down with a, with a pad and paper, and I introduce myself. We swap cards, and we're off to an okay start. But about two minutes into it, Michael goes, Hey, Jason, I'm really sorry. I need you to close the iPad. That's really, really distracting. And I immediately said, okay, so I closed it. But then I had no way to take notes, right? So the, 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 the story isn't really about, you know, one is better or one is worse. It's that I think sometimes our technology gets in the way and, a lot of the work that I need to do personally I Aaron I know you too um, it requires us to be able to relate to the people that we're talking to um, at, a, at, a, at a very you know a, a pretty intimate level right so um, you know having a pen and paper method of doing that I think lends itself a little bit better um, to those interpersonal communications than than having the the screen kind of separating us so I just thought that that was a really interesting story to kinda to, to kinda also add to why bullet journaling, right? Or why using pen and paper as opposed to using um using our technology. Right. It works well, great when we're separated. Like right now, we can't Aaron, you and I couldn't talk if it weren't for Skype, but um, you know, when we're sitting down in a meeting, a whiteboard and, and, and pen and paper, that seems to work better. What do you think?
1: Right. I agree. When you're in a sales meeting and you have a pad and paper, it, it just looks like you're you're listening a lot more than just kind of staring into the screen of an iPad or a computer. My challenge in the past, though, has been once I take all these paper notes, I've got to spend like maybe 20 minutes reviewing them and getting into my electronic searchable format, making sense of these notes uh, later after the appointment. But if I have like Microsoft OneNote open during the appointment and I'm taking all my notes, it's already in the cloud. It's already searchable. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot for me to do on, on the back end, but with the bullet journal, it's actually faster than OneNote when you're taking notes because you can you can write all the notes you want, and as soon as you're done taking the note, whatever that thought was, you can you can mark a symbol next to that thought, and you can assign a value like um, it's an event, it's important, and so on. I know we'll get into that later, but I just wanted to. To
0: share that right the framework actually makes the the recall piece that's so valuable in the tools it it really gets us there or gets us most of what we most of what we need but it, you know it's got you, you kind of touched on some of the other limitations right it, it it there there is no cloud backup for pen and paper <laughs> right there's right, th- right. Th- there is what it is right and we'll get to that too but so so the the bullet journal was actually created by a guy named Ryder writer carroll um, and I just want to say thank you, writer. I, I think this was a a, a, a really really great idea, uh, and it's helped me quite a bit. Um, he's a designer by trade. He, I, I guess he, according to LinkedIn, he's in the New York area. And he created this framework, and then he created the website, and then he just he just kind of open sourced this thing, right? And and I thought that was I thought that was just really cool because when I think about open source, I think about software. Um, not a, not about analog uh, paper-based processes but um but he's kind of opened this up and then Aaron kind of before the show you and I were talking about you know how people have hacked this thing right people are actually adding to it and 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 and, and in my journal I actually use a, a a module that that wasn't originally included you know mm-hmm. this is this is pretty neat the way this whole thing has been shaken out don't you think
1: oh definitely if you look on youtube You see all kinds of extra types of pages people are adding, custom symbols, color coding. Uh, It's really neat how people are making it their own.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's also a little bit intimidating, right? Some of the, a lot of the, the, the artwork that goes around creating these journals, I think to begin with, that made me feel maybe a little intimidated, but I just want to make sure everybody hears that the journal I use is really, really sparse. It's lines and, 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 and the bullets. There, there is, I don't really have a, 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 an artistic side. And so it's not, you don't have to, right? You can just, you can just use graph paper and, uh, and, and make it work bare bones too. Did, uh, what about you? Have, have you, uh, have you? have you gotten any, uh, have you gotten creative with, uh, with your pages and are they all artsy? I haven't
1: seen it lately. You know, I haven't gotten creative, but the way I've designed it, it works for me. And I, I really mm-hmm. like that because if I open up Wonderlist, they've made all kinds of design choices around how they want uh, different folders sorted and limitations on what backgrounds I can have. I mean, this journal, down to the line, is customized to be exactly the way I personally want it. I I have a real sense of control over it.
0: Yeah, I like that too. I, I, it's mine, and then and there's just something about that that I really like. Okay, well, th- I guess that's a nice segue. Well, um, there, because that's where we're, that's where you need to start. If you if you like the idea of using a bullet journal, you got to start with an actual journal. Um, and there's there's all different kinds of examples. The most people seem to be coming down on either moleskin or a lech turn, nineteen seventeen. Um, and we're going to have I'll have links to both of those in the in the show notes. I actually didn't use either of those. I just went down to Target and and saw one that I liked and I bought that and and that's the one that I use. Uh, in fact, that's the one that I use now. My very first one. I've always had journals um, mostly composition books. And I was about halfway through my, my, my composition book when I, when I read the, the, the journal article and I just turned to the, to the next page and started creating a framework right there. So my first bullet journal was actually, uh, the, the front of it is the way I've always taken notes. And from mid page, from mid journal on is, is bullet journal through, uh, through the months of June, July, and August. And, uh, i didn't switch to actually in September, so i didn't actually switch to the journal i'm using now until uh until october one so um there's definitely no reason to to hold off if uh, if you become convinced this is the this is the right way to capture your ideas what about you aaron what are you, where, Where'd you find yours
1: so mine is a scripto branded notebook I, I sent you a link to it it's r- really neat because it looks just like this moleskin you have up here except mm-hmm. along the spine it actually has a holder for a pen so you're always going to have a pen with you whenever you're updating your journal
0: that's really a ten, smart thing
1: it's only ten dollars i mean uh that's that's a lot less than the custom bullet journal and a, a heck of a lot less than a moleskin
0: yeah, what was the what was the thing that you were seeing about the the actual bullet journals that are out there that that they're people are running out of index pages or something like that.
1: Well, so you're supposed to give give yourself a certain number of index pages, a certain number of future log pages, mm-hmm. and um, also you know it expects your calendar to start on a certain date. The the problem is it doesn't always uh, sync up with reality. Right. You might have a lot of extra um, – you, you might end up filling the index page with a lot of, um, a lot of notes, and you might not start on uh, March 1st. You might right. actually end up starting on February 25th, and there's no space for that if you buy the official journal. So I, I right. think it really is buy your $1 composition notebook, figure out what works for you.
0: And then maybe get fancy afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's good advice. All right. Well, let's just uh, from there. You, so now you've got your journal. Let's just kind of get in the meat and the uh, the meat and potatoes of it, right? So the, the framework itself, right? It's organized around a couple of things, but but to begin with, you want to organize your notes around different topics and page numbers, right? So every page in the journal gets a page number and every page in the journal gets a topic right and those topics can be dates they can be what are called collections so examples of collections could be meeting notes for you know Aaron and I are both in a lot of sales meetings and so the the name of the client and the date that might be sufficient. Right. And, 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 a page note or specific projects you're working or, uh, different kinds of trackers. And we'll get into that, but I, I actually have a habit tracker. Um, that's a, that's a topic within my, uh, uh, within my bullet journal where I kind of keep track of all the things that I, the, the good habits that I want to institute. Um, you, you have any, you have any, any other collections that, uh, that, 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 that you're using Aaron that, that I didn't mention there.
1: I I had one specifically actually for this preparing for this podcast where I was kind of just, uh, weighing all the pros and cons of, of switching to this system.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, with a, with a, with, with a name and a page number, right? So you know exactly you where it was. Right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And, and then once you have the, the, that in place, right, there's a, there's a really simple, um, method that, that, that writer uh, that talks about called rapid logging and you use bullets that's where the name bullet journal comes from and Aaron you want to just kind of walk through the, the basic framework of, of, of how rapid logging works sure
1: so you're in a sales meeting and uh, you might be taking notes one moment about the customer's environment and then there might be an action item or there might be a new event that you're planning for uh, later on like a a follow up meeting. The nice thing about the bullet journal is that you can take all these notes, put one each one on a different line, and then you go back and you assign, uh, you assign one of these little markers next to it. So uh, if it's a little, if it's actually an action item, you're going to put a dot next to it. Uh, or if it's a if it's an event, you're going to put a circle next to it. And um, if it's really important. You're going to put an asterisk next to the uh, next to the task, but if it's just a note, it'll be a little hyphen, a little dash next to it, and that's something that I have been able to find for a, a paper-based system, or even uh, like when I was using Microsoft OneNote, it was hard to uh, basically without going in with my mouse and copying and pasting text just to uh, immediately assign a value to whatever words I had written and the bullet journal captures that very well.
0: Yeah. yeah. just to summarize. So when you're taking notes, you use a dash and that note that, that just lets you know that this is a, this is a, a an item that I wrote down, but there's no, there's really no action associated with it. If I, if there's a to do item that gets a bullet, that's where the name comes from. So a bullet says call landlord, for example. Um, and an event is a circle. So, you know, uh, pick up kids at, at, at school, right? And then what I usually do is it's the, there's the circle. And then right beside that, I'll go at one forty five or or whatever. And that way I know where I need to be and when I need to be there. Um, and then when I'm done, when I complete a task, I can exit out, right? I X the bullet out. I don't X out the, the, the words or the, or the event or whatever. Um, and then that's how I keep track of things. So I can go back and see what's going on. Tasks that, that I don't get to in, at a particular time, according to a collection, um, I use the. Uh, you you can use the, uh, the the greater than symbol to migrate it forward. So say you know in, in the example that I'm look that we're looking at right. There's a, a you know September twenty four. There's something for me to be doing. I don't get to it. I need to migrate it to the next day. I can use that item to 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 note that I'm migrating it. Um, if you use a, a a a a less than symbol, that allows you to schedule things using your future log or or or, uh, or moving it someplace else. so it's just a really simple way to keep track of items, and then you know uh, every every Sunday night, I go through and uh, and look at the previous week and then migrate tasks around to their appropriate place. I'm never losing anything and and the simplicity of this, I just love it. And, and I'm so much more organized as a result of it. I mean, have you experienced any, I mean, I would say, Aaron, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being I'm, um, you know, it's night and day difference. And one being there was no difference between the way I was. Tra- and I I would say I was a pretty organized guy before. I would mm-hmm. say the difference is probably about an eight. I, I, I would yeah. say it's pretty profound, right? I, I'm, I I just feel like I have far more control over my life as a result of this tool it's it's that powerful. what would you say
1: yeah i I agree every week we go through and we migrate all the tasks from the previous week and and that really forces you to reevaluate every single task that you didn't complete, uh, whether it needs to go in the future or whether you need to get it done uh, in in the next week and the great thing about that is that that whole reevaluation process having to write the task down again it it, it's a lot better than having something sit on your digital to-do list for four months and kind of looking at it but right you know you don't really have there's no force behind it to try to get it done but if you have to rewrite it every single week like it it makes a difference
0: Right. And, and you know how, like your, your task list can get really big in the moment and then you go back and reevaluate and go, you know, I don't really need to do that. Then you just cross it off the list. It's so simple and so empowering. I, I, I'm, I'm, I just really like it, um, and I know that listening to this, you're, you're, you don't have the benefit of looking at the slides that we're looking at right now. I'd really encourage you to check out some of the the videos that we've got in the show notes. If you're if you're getting confused at this point, I, I know this is probably not what a podcast host should be doing, but I'd recommend maybe just stopping the podcast and heading on over to the website www.jasonclaws.com Um it's it'll be the most recent episode and then in the show notes there's some videos that kind of walk you through you can also go to the bullet um that's also uh linked in the show notes and it really walks you through this process so but but, but we're going to keep going for those of you that, that are with us and want to stick with us okay all right so um so in addition to the bullets and the uh um And the different, you know, and the different logging items, you can also use, um, signifiers to, um, to help enhance what you're working on. I don't really use some of the ones that they've, um, that, that writer has, has, uh, put forward as, as, as you should, but I'm not a designer, right? So the, the only one I use is priority. Um, so as I'm reevaluating the list, I just make a star and I use it sparsely, right? Because if everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. Um, but I'll just put a little star next to um, the bullets that um, that need to get done first. Have, uh, do you use these, Aaron? Do you use signifiers? And, and, and have you used the Explore one or the Inspiration one or any other ones for that
1: matter? You know, I have only used the Priority one so far, but as i looked at people who – make their own custom journals on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. There's people that they've made up their own symbols for workout or home or work. And uh, there's a lot of people that, that highlight things if, if it's for, you know, home or work. Um, yeah. And little uh, sticker dots as well, different colors. Yeah. So I the,
0: think the, that – yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, go ahead. I think, I think one of the key – one of the big points here is that – and you can see – I would just look up key – uh, you know, Google Bullet Journal and key, and see all the different types of uh, signifiers and, and 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 items that they that, that you can create. It's basically whatever you want, and you can make it as simple or as complicated as you want. I I'm going to tend to skew more towards simplicity because I just I just need it to work right, and and I don't want to have to be flipping back to a key to re, my key to remember what things are. Um, in fact, I don't even know if I have a key in my bullet journal anymore. I have to go back and look, but I don't think I have one. Um, because I just use the standard, uh, the standard items that uh, um, that are kind of in the source code. <laughs> I'm going to keep talking about it like that, um, but but you can certainly make your own key and 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 use and, and create your own signifiers. And then now we get into the piece that kind of makes this whole thing work: the index, right? Um, the index is just like it sounds; it's at the front of the bullet journal, and it's where you're you're using those headings and your page numbers to help you figure out where everything is. Aaron, you want to walk you wanna walk folks kinda of through how, how that works?
1: Sure. Okay. So it's it's the very first page as soon as you open up your your bullet journal. What you're gonna do is along the top you label it index and at the very bottom you create the page numbers. One, two, uh, my index actually goes four pages. I'm anticipating I'm gonna have a lot of notes and um you make your very first index entry and call it index and say it's on pages 1 through 4 so any note you take any page you take up beyond the index you actually write underneath the on the line underneath index saying this is where my future log is my daily log any particular collection or note that you might have you'll you'll make a note about what page it's on so this allows you to quickly Flip to the right page. This is something that uh, pen and paper notes have been missing for a long time. that's searchability access, uh, right? Ability. I, could, yeah,
0: yeah. I couldn't agree more. This this one simple piece here, this the the, the notion of having an index, page numbers, and and and, uh, and and page topics. Um, it's what makes the bullet journal go, and it's what makes everything so much easier. Right? I'm no longer flipping through. 100 pages trying to find that conversation that I had two months ago. I know exactly where it is, provided I know uh, where it is in the index. I I think that's a caution that, you know, after using this for a few months, my index is very big. And so um, I'm trying to organize by month. So, uh, in my, in my index, you'll see the, the month of October is bolded, right? The, the word October is bold. And so in my own mind as I'm thinking about, okay, the, what month did I have that conversation in, or what month did that thing happen in? Okay. That's where, all right, that's where I need to go to start looking for those notes. Cause I can typically recall that, but well, that would right. be the only, the only thing that, 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 uh, that I didn't see in any of the other documentation or any of the other uh, writing about it that, uh, that I think I could add just from, uh, 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 you know, scale perspective once once you start getting a lot of uh, of of items logged into the index
1: something i noticed too is let's say you meet with a client and they have a place in your index now you know it's it's page 20 if you meet with the client again and it hits page 40 on your um on your bullet journal mm-hmm. you don't have to create a second index item you just put a comma Next to your original entry, well, it's on page 20
0: and
1: it's on page 40. Yeah. That's
0: pretty neat. Yeah, and you go looking for that stuff. You can note it on the actual page itself, too, if you want, right? Yeah. But but you can can start linking things together and organizing them, and you're always able to get at it. And you can trust that it's there, right? (laughs) Yeah. One of the one of the nicest things about this process is that I don't I I don't want to say I'm I never have that nagging feeling that I'm forgetting something, but I have it a lot less as a result of this, and that, there's a lot of peace of mind to go with that.
1: Right. This the system's supposed to be an extent an extension of your brain, and um, you, you have to use it like that because if you don't, if you stop using the system, you can't rely on it.
0: Right. So getting into the kind of like how we migrate things around. Um, so you've got your, you know, you're in your meeting, you're talking to somebody. Uh, they say, okay, we're going to, we're going to, we're not quite ready to move forward on these items. We'll, let's talk again in, you know, see, we're meeting in October. Let's talk again in December. So I'm not going to carry that through every week or every day. That and, and that task is going to get lost. So, that's where the concept of a future log comes in and and the future log, it occupies a space in the front of the, of, of the bullet journal. And it's basically, you just draw two evenly spaced lines across two pages of the journal. And, um and you just put the, 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 the corresponding six months that you need to um, in those lines. You use the, use the spine of the, of the journal as your, uh, as your separator uh, between uh, b- between months uh, uh, horizontally, right, and so I can then migrate that task to the month of uh, of December, and I don't have to worry about it until December, right? So at the end of the at the end of November, when I'm migrating tasks, I I just know that I need to go back to my future log and make sure that I'm including all the bullets that I added for the month. Of December, and make sure that works its way into the into the monthly log. And Aaron, I know you're just starting, um, so I don't think you've actually leveraged this piece of the journal yet, have you?
1: Well, there's a couple upcoming dates, such as Mm -hmm. anniversary. That I don't have any big appointments in there, but Mm -hmm. I I have a couple holidays and, and such in there. It's it's nice to kind of be able to see that at a glance.
0: Right, I want to caution folks really quick too. You you can use this as a as a calendar if you want to, uh, and a lot of people do. Uh, I don't. I still because I share calendars with with a lot of other people. I still use my Outlook calendar. I, Aaron, you have a Google calendar, um, mm-hmm. and so I'm still kind of spread in two different places. Um, but I'm not using my journal to capture um, uh, long term events. Right, the only time I'm using events is throughout the day is in my daily journal. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that when we get to that section Uh, and the rest of the time I'm using a calendar, but for, this is really more for tasks or for ideas for me. Um, and I'm just migrating them out to the month that I want to address them. Um, I think like a great example would be for me. I just renewed my, um, uh, the, 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 uh, the licensing for my, or the, 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 the tag license, the tags for my car. And I got the notice, I got the notice at the beginning of the year, I wasn't ready to get to it. So I put it in, a, you know, I put it on the future log for for a subsequent month. And I waited until that month to, to address it, right. And it's it's been very helpful uh, in in that respect for, for me in, in organizing long term tasks, things like that. So after your after the, uh, the the future log, you have the monthly log. And the monthly log, as it's written, as the as the creator made it, um, he actually puts a calendar in there. Um, and my first couple of months had calendars in there, but I wasn't using it, so I've actually just done away with the calendar and I've replaced it with uh, with a habit log instead. Um, but but you can use a you know that's where you can have your monthly calendar. You can also have your your monthly tasks, the things you want to get done, or monthly goals, or whatever it is that that is for the month. Um, You're using this section of the bullet journal. And so for me, it gets things that I know I'm not going to get to the the immediate week, uh, whatever week I'm in, but I know I got to get it done this month. So, like, for example, I uh, I'm researching the next topic for the podcast. Right. So and I don't know when I'm going to get to that. I just know I need to get to it this month and I need to be reviewing it uh, every Sunday night to figure out where I can fit it in. And so it occupies space on the monthly log. Um, now, Aaron, I'm, I'm, I would imagine you've you've probably made good use of your your monthly log because you've probably got a lot of stuff that you've got to organize. Working with your team.
1: Yeah, the thing I like about this is it's a it's a stripped down version of my Google Calendar, but it's it's the important stuff. So it's not like mm-hmm. the weekly recurring sales meeting. Um, right. You know, it's 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 actually oh, there's a there's an all sales meeting on the nineteenth. Um, but that's that's a big important thing, and and those can kind of get lost in, in your digital calendaring system.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Do you put goals or anything? Is there or any, or anything personal go on there, or, or are you just kind of using it straight up the way it's the the way uh, a writer talks about it?
1: Right now, I've just got events in this section mm-hmm. right here.
0: Okay. All right. Okay well again they, they talk about this in, in, a, in a lot of detail on the in the videos and things uh, and then and then finally, now this is where for me, I spend most of my time in the daily log right so the daily log' it's a, it's a two- page spread and I just split it up there's eight spaces on my daily log um, and you know one for every day of the week and then one for kind of overflow and um, you know I put a date. And, and uh, that's where I'm doing the, the bulk of my, uh, the bulk of my bullet journaling, right? So I, I, all my events for the day they go in there, all the tasks that I want to get done for the day, they go in there. And the, the power of this thing, it's, it's, with, the, it's with my grading. It's with, um, it really helps me to see in a very um, compact way how much I actually am, am trying to get accomplished that day. Um, because I think one of the big things that I've always had a hard time with, I'm always setting off to try to get more done than there are available minutes in the day. And so that list is never actually getting completed. And so what I'm learning is is that I really can't have more than five or six things on that list and on any given day. And if I do, then I need to think about putting it somewhere else um, for the day, right? And and because other people put, put um, meetings on my schedule... I don't have a lot of control over those. I only have control over kind of the, the, the the other things that I want to get done that day. And so the, the daily log has become kind of where I live and what I do. Um, and I know it's working because people are starting to make fun of me. They're 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 trying to say, well, well, can I can I be one of the ones? Can I be one of the bullets that's on that on on that day? Because that's that's what I need you for. <laughs> I don't know if that's that happened to you yet, Aaron. But people are actually they're queuing into the idea that that uh, the, the, the the real estate within any given day is limited, and <laughs> and they need to campaign for that space. <laughs> I like
1: that. Uh, one of the interesting things that I noticed about the daily log is, at, at the very beginning of the day, I, I'm writing in the day of the of the month and the the day of the week, and all of a sudden, I actually know what day of the month it is and and what day of the week it is. And when I look at my phone or my watch every morning, it just doesn't register. But the mm-hmm. fact of me writing it, um, I, I, I feel. Um, <laughs> Uh, this is just a miscellaneous note note that I took that I thought that was that was kind of interesting,
0: right? Yeah, it, it's uh, there's just something about this framework that helps us be more organized. And there, in every story you tell, I'm I'm hearing a different way that it's that it's helping you. I think it's awesome. Yeah. So so that's the basic framework. Now we thought we'd spend a little bit of time on some other modules, right? I, I think that having a uh, an if found page is probably pretty important because my life is getting kind of wrapped up in this journal now. And if it's, if I misplace it, um, I, I, like I was telling you before we started recording the show, I think I'd be okay because I don't use it for my calendaring. I'd still know where I need to go. Um, but I'd be, you know, I'd be having to reconstitute a lot of notes, um, from memory that, uh, that the, that the journal will allow me not to. So, um, I've included, we'll include a link to some found pages. Um, the, the, what we're looking at Aaron and I, it's actually on the front of the journal. I mean, it, it offers a reward. It's that important to this person. Um, I don't know if you have one of these yet, Aaron, but, but I got, you saw mine. It's uh it's just, you know, give me a call if you find it. Um,
1: I think people probably would have a business. Sorry.
0: No, Um, no, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, I've got a little pocket in, uh, on on the last page of my journal and it's just got my business card in it i I definitely need to work on an if found page
0: yeah i think by and large people would probably be open to doing that there's not a lot of you know it's only valuable to me i can't imagine you know the 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 recipe to coke isn't in there so i can't (laughs) i don't coca-cola i mean the recipe to coca-cola isn't in there um all right um so we i talked i've i've hinted a little bit at the um at the the habit log that i've been using um there there's just tons of different modules um that that other people have created and you can find them on google or on pinterest um if you just google bur- um uh bullet journal images there's there's hundreds of different things that you can do Um, I really like the habit journal because it it really helps me to it's very satisfying to put an X in the box of the thing that I that I wanted to do that day, you know, kind of the recurring thing that I wanted to do, like, you know, get out and do a run, get up early, things like that. Um, And I think it's having an impact on on uh, how frequently I am following through on the things that I say that I want to do. So I really I really like that. Um, If you if you've been listening and, and you feel like you want to get started on your on your own bullet journal um i i think for me i will tell you i thought it was really easy to get started um i think it's been really easy to apply this i think it i think it very nicely fits into the 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 framework of our of our show right good ideas that you can implement um fairly inexpensively and quickly this is definitely one of these things and i think it's got a lot of bang for its buck so i i'm a fan and i would highly encourage you to give it a try um aaron you have any you have anything to add there
1: definitely go out and make your own journal and uh, give
0: it a shot. Yeah, for certain. So like I said, if you want to get started here, you there's an introductory video that you can watch on YouTube. We'll link to it from the show notes. Um, you can go to the official bullet journal website. That's www.bulletjournal.com. Um, and then from there you just start creating your own core, uh, core pages and, and start using your journal. Right. And, uh, and I would, I really, really hope that if you do start using it, um, you know, you head on over to LinkedIn. Um, I think I've mentioned it before. We've created a LinkedIn group um, for folks that are listening for, for the show. It's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll include a link to that in the show notes. Um, it is a modest group to begin with, but it is an eager group, and uh, we're sharing ideas there. I hope you'll you'll, you'll come on over and, and and start sharing your ideas. I just want to say thank you for uh, for joining us today. I've I've really enjoyed this. Um, And I just really like doing remote podcasting. I think this is really, really cool. Can we get you to come back maybe? Of course. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Well, with that, um, I think we'll we'll close things down. Thanks again for joining. Well, that's it. That's all we got for today. I'd like to send a very special thank you to Aaron Lowe. I really enjoyed having you on the show. Thanks for joining. And we're going to have to do it again real soon. I'd also like to thank Writer Carol. Bullet journaling is really awesome. It's very helpful. I'm far more productive as a result of it. And I'm just very grateful for you creating it and sharing it the way that you have. If you like what you're hearing on the show, I hope you'll head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Better still, why don't you forward this to a friend? I think the more people that are sharing, the more people that are listening, the more people that are contributing both to the podcast and on the LinkedIn group, the better our community is going to get and the better the ideas will be. Next time, we're going to be talking about productivity in more of a general sense. And maybe if we're lucky, we'll have another guest on. I'm really enjoying doing that. Until next time, I hope my good friend Jesus puts peace in your heart, wisdom in your spirit, and a lot of laughter in your belly. Take care. Jason Claus show is brought to you by all covered. You know, computer problems are expensive and frustrating. They're also almost always avoidable. You deserve a better computing experience and you can trust all covered to deliver it to find out more about all covered. You can check out their website, www.allcovered.com better still. Why don't you just hit me up on LinkedIn? I work there. I'd love to tell you all about it.